Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. It's so great to be back. Yogi Berra was going to be here with us, but the Yankees were honoring him, so we got the next best thing. Somebody who was in the movie, Yogi Bear. T.J. Miller's here with us. T.J. Hi, everybody. Good to see you, buddy. God, it's so good to to see you and also to to have my strange voice touch the whispering (laughs) willows of the ears of your listening public. Ah, yes. It's so great to be back uh, here doing the podcast with you. And I got to tell you, and this is, I don't want to like, you know, you know, boost your ego too much, but the shows that that you're on, uh, most of the listeners say they like those the best. In fact, I get a feeling that the shows you're not on, nobody's listening to. Like, no one even knows those exist. No, it's true. But the thing is, it's kind of like going on Carson. And a lot of times, you know, comics would go on Carson, the unknown comics. And then these good young comics would become known just coming on the show. And that's sort of what it is with my show. And I feel like it's good to give a a good young guy like you a chance. And uh, just kind of boost your uh, Q rating, as it were. As a 17-year-old female comedian... I appreciate the opportunities you give me. Listen, TJ, this is my way of just bringing you onto the couch, if you know what I mean. I do the casting couch. Yep, yep, bringing you onto the couch. You're looking good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, new uh, new hair care products? Yeah, yeah, Bumble and Bumble. Hmm. hmm. I'm going to let that sit. Yeah, Bumble, Bumble and Bumble. And Bumble. Are you a guy that uses uh, deodorant? Or uh, I don't. Or, or I never uh, cologne. Have. I'm against that. Yeah, I never have. I, I, I was going to mention that in the tiny opinions, but I'm against that. I uh, what I do every morning. I push seared ahi tuna into my armpits uh, <laughs> until I, you know, I, I have some sort of rash, and then I go out and attack the day. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's justified at all to uh, change your smell. I mean, I, I think that well, it's a slippery slope. You You're start totally to, right. you don't yes, buy your smell. You don't buy your cologne. You don't buy your smell. You don't, you start buying your soul. That's ridiculous. Well, why are you brushing those teeth? No, no, no. That's, don't brush those teeth. No, that's a health. You change that's, that breath. That's a health. You brush those teeth, you change that breath. <laughs> you know you do. 
How you talk? That's a health thing. You know. Oh, is it? That is a health thing, my friend. Oh, that makes real sense. <laughs> what if they came on your show and just did that the whole time? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay, gosh. Whatever. Oh, triple banger. Okay. <laughs> Well, speaking of the triple banger lightning round, uh, time now for the triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question round. one. <laughs> Making fun of the Industrial Revolution too soon? <laughs> I mean, I think I think we're just now getting to the point where we can look back at that and laugh. I don't know. There's a lot of comics doing Tale of Two City jokes and that type of thing. It's just kind of, you know, it's a far better thing that I do. It's just, come on, guys. Do you it's say drop of, it? You say, you know, like, well, drop it. Come is on, it, drop but it. But is that because is, but you guys drop oh, it? Oh, I'm Charles Darnay. I'll do an impression. Wait, oh, 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 is he cash? Is that yeah. who it is? Is that <laughs> what the impression is of? Oh, That's yeah, exactly gosh. what it is. That's exactly, I think it's too soon. That's all I'm saying. Let's wait a little while. The wounds are still fresh, TJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like that cologne you dabbed on your hair. Well, that actually is wound by Calvin Klein, and it's the smell of a festering <laughs> wound. Not quite to gangrene, which is offered by a cheaper perfumery. <laughs> Hugo Boss, anybody? <laughs> Hugo Boss, you're fired. <laughs> Help me! Please, God, try the fish! It's a tilapia! Triple banger lightning round. round. Question two. Oh, God. Better excuse for a girl to give after having performance issues. And this is the girl giving. The girl is giving this excuse. Okay. I was tired or I had whiskey pussy. <laughs> I think whiskey pussy. I think just a woman saying, I am so sorry. This doesn't usually happen to me. You know, I don't know why this is, but I have whiskey pussy. I think it would be great. And what does that even mean? She got so drunk that her vagina closed. <laughs> I miss her. <laughs> I miss her. I do. I loved her. I loved her with all my heart. Uh, what about what about the more traditional excuse? No means no. That's a good one too. I always say I have gin balls. Mm, gin balls. Juniper balls. Juniper berry mm-hmm. balls. Mm-hmm. Berry balls. Juniper berry balls, which is also, that's a children's book that I've been trying to sell out of a white van for the last two and a half months. Berry balls. Berry yes, balls. that would be a good one to market. Triple banger lightning round. Right Question round. Question three. <laughs> right round. What would this movie be called? This is a quote from the movie. We found him in the belly of a whale. We suspect his death was whale related. <laughs> Was whale related? <laughs> she said well related. Whale. Like some weird investigators like we suspect his death was well related to, to the, the whale. whale. <laughs> Everyone's like, Well, we don't understand what you mean. Well well enough. Let's leave well enough alone. Uh his we suspect What would you call that movie? We found him in the belly We found him. I'll do it again. Yeah, please. It's from do. Tale of Two Cities. We found him in the belly of a whale. We suspect his death was whale-related. I think the name of that movie is The Dumbest Detective. Because, you know, if you find somebody in the belly of a whale and their death wasn't whale-related, that's real weird. That means somebody got shot and then a whale at him. Mm, yeah, yeah. That would be sad. That would be the worst. But, you know, you would it wouldn't bother you. You're already dead. Tell you the worst thing I could think of. Get yeah. swallowed by a whale. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die from being slowly digested 
in the stomach of a whale, and then you get into his stomach, which we all picture as a giant cavern mm-hmm. with just a single candle. Right. To light it That's up. That's how we picture it. He gets in the stomach of the whale, and there's a guy in there with a gun, and he shoots him. Oh. Can you imagine that? You get swallowed by the whale. I'm going to die from whale, uh, uh, you know, whatever it's called when you digest something. I think I digestion. I heard that happen. I'm going to die from whale digestion. You get down there, and there's some guy down there with a gun who with goes, a gun. Hey, surprise, I've been living in this whale stomach shooting whoever comes into my stomach land yeah that that would get off my friend, stump, my whale I, land i have a friend that that uh that, that i heard that happened to what was his name well ted mcgillicuddy <laughs> yeah he i'm married, sure you've heard the stories yes he married the eldest of the bundle sticks daughters <laughs> uh you know i would call that movie uh we found him in the belly of a whale. We suspect his death was whale-related. I think that would movie would be called Cocoon, the prequel. I like that. Or what about a train that's gone off the whales? <laughs> that's a that's a good pun too. Yeah, Purple Wayne. Yeah, that's not even a whale-related pun. That's just me replacing <laughs> the word a- rain with Wayne. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say Purple uh, Wayne. Purple Wayne. Purple whale. Well, one of my favorite quotes from a movie was similar. It was, have a nice dinner, go dancing, but be off the island by tomorrow. That was a movie called uh, The Deep. And that's just that? somebody saying, have a great time, but get off the island? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a good bad guy right there. Do you ever play uh, evil villain type people? I've always wanted to. Villainy I've got people? a pretty good uh, villain voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could do it. Watch you. I'll show it to you. Ready? Ready? Yeah. I'll see you found the lair. <laughs> I've already poisoned you. Watch out behind you. It's my henchman. Oh, don't hit my face. <laughs> so I'm just waiting. That's waiting the, for the offers to roll the in. Offer. That's something where, you know, sometimes they have to find you and they have to see that within you. I've you always know? wanted to play the Penguin in the Batman franchise. Really? You know, because I could really gain weight for it. I could finally get those... Uh, those uh, flipper extensions on my hands have always wanted. <laughs> you know, those cost money. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, with $300, $400. No. Try $3,000 <laughs> to get your hands cosmetically. Flipper, flipper extensions? Surgically turned into flippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. Who'd you hear from? Ted McGillicuddy. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard the stories. Husband of Barbrina... Buttle sticks. Uh, we're going to go on to, to where were you? And I, I wanted to tell you a little story. And I think that's why I was thinking of whales. My wife and I uh, went on a cruise where I was performing for the Young Presidents Society or Association. Young Presidents Association Southern Section. This is a, a, a club of millionaires. Oh boy! That uh, seriously, it's a, it's a huge club of millionaires that. Uh, have a yearly meeting. They hired me to perform at it, and they rented an entire cruise ship just for their group. So it was a really fun trip. And, and everything how big was, cool. was the cruise ship? It was a legitimately, you know, it was a reasonable, it was a you know regular cruise ship. So you saying there were like two hundred people on a cruise ship for two thousand? There was about four hundred people, but it probably could have you know accommodated a thousand or something. I don't think wow. it was the largest cruise line, but it was cool. Anyway, the story, the fun thing that happened, we went to this island one day, uh-huh. and everything was free, and there was somebody with a sailboat, you know, a catamaran. 
And I walked over and I said, I'd like to take that catamaran out. She goes, have you ever done a catamaran before? I'm like, do you sail? I'm like, do I sail? I've been sailing my whole life. Right. Give me that cat. (laughs) And April didn't know if I, she kind of knew I had never sailed before, but I think she just wanted to go with it. Right. So we got on the catamaran. And then I kind of revealed as we were going out to sea that I had never sailed before. Have you sailed, TJ? You know, I've been on a sailboat, but I haven't sailed, yeah. You sail a little bit. You've been on a sailboat. Yeah, I've been on a sailboat. Well, this is different. Ted McGillicuddy would tell you. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, a catamaran, that's not easy, you know. Yeah. I mean, I I can navigate a pontoon. (laughs) Or a canoe. Uh, Even that. Sometimes. Yeah. This is a sailboat. So we go out to sea. We start to pick up some speed. Uh, my wife's like, hey, you're going too fast. And, she's, and we, now we're up on one uh, pontoon. We're actually up in the air like they are in the, wow. you know, in the America's Cup. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm hanging over the side. And then we hit this, uh, I don't know if it was a swell or something, but we, uh, we flipped it. You flipped the catamaran? We flipped it. Oh, no. We flipped it. And uh, so now we're out at sea. Uh-huh. We flipped it. I have no way of getting it back. Uh, I don't know how to turn over a catamaran. So we're just sitting on the uh, catamaran in the ocean. April's crying. And uh, I was laughing at the gods. Really? No. <laughs> I just was trying Shaking to your create a visual. You're like, no, I was crying also. <laughs> there's like a, there's a big cloud cover. There's it's starting to rain. At one point, it got kind of cruel. We were out there for about half an hour, and this uh, barge, this huge boat came by and came within like 20 yards of us and just kind of splashed us and didn't stop, of course. It didn't help you? They didn't give a shit about oh, us. God, barges. Bastards. Fucking barges. Whales are coming by mocking us. Right. Finally, somebody came out after about an hour and uh, came to save us. And the uh, person that saved us was like, you turtled it. You turtled it. That's what it's called. Yeah. You turtled the boat. The turtle, the boat. yeah, that's what they call it, turtling it. You should have gone down. It's on like that I've never boat seen anybody a little bit of shell. Never seen it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've never seen anybody turtle a boat before. I've never seen anybody turtle this kind of boat. So then uh, we flipped it back over, and as we're going back in, now I'm still sailing it back, but he's like advising me as to how to sail it. Uh-huh. And at one point, he yelled out, "He's saying, don't sail too close to the wind." What? Yeah. And this is the funny part of the story for me, because I didn't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm a little confused about this. I can't see the wind. I don't know how I can yeah, sail, how do you sail close how do you to it. Yeah, steer away from clear it. of wind? Yeah, how do you, you know, that's like, you know. But, I mean, there's that saying, you can't hide from the wind. <laughs> you ever heard that, <laughs> that saying? say? Oh, yeah, they've been saying that all the time. <laughs> that's a household saying in my household. <laughs> I say it all the time. Don't sail too close to the wind. So I get back, and that night, uh, after my show, I start telling people the story, and they all knew that expression. Like, oh, yeah, you can't sail too close to the wind. What? You can't do that. I thought you can't fly too close to the sun. Yeah, well, that's Icarus. That's what he thought. Yeah. He found that out the hard way. Ugh, wax wings. So anyway, the great part of the story was, uh, I'm, here, here I am on this boat. I was partying with the, um, with the president of Mexico. Uh, he was on the boat. Wow. He was like an honored guest, uh, Vincente Fox. And I needed a good toast. And I just raised my glass. First of all, I always had the same, all the drinks were free. So I'd be like, drinks are on me. Yeah. Come on over. You got to do that. That got to laugh every time. I probably sure. did that 30 times. But then as everyone raised their glass, I said, don't sail too close to the wind. 
And that's the perfect toast. And what did they say? Oh, they loved it. They thought it was the funniest It's very thing. nautical. And that's the only group of people that would have laughed at that. Yeah. And then someone came over to me and they whispered in my ear, we found him in the belly of a whale. <laughs> we fear his death, death was, was shrimp-related. <laughs> so that's where I was. I mean, I like that. It was a great trip. Um, it was a great trip. They were very nice people. I'd like to thank them if any of them are listening. Um. You know, and I, and I hope they're listening. I think they'd appreciate, uh, in particular, so far the whiskey pussy segment. Yeah, I think that yeah, would appeal you know, to them. To all of you out there, all you ladies who get that whiskey pussy, just put a little cocaine on on the tip of your labia. It'll help perk it right up. <laughs> Where were you, buddy? Uh, you know, I I was sort of. Uh, I, I I was kind of throwing caution to the wind, you know, on the mm-hmm. on the wind related thing. Yeah, I, I gave Don't myself I gave myself wind. a real do do whatever you like day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I just put on whatever sweatpants I want, mm-hmm. go see whatever movie that's playing that I like, or the biggest tub of popcorn with butter. I think so. Yeah, and what I love about you when oh, you're not done. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids, a tall drink of water. And by water, I mean Coca-Cola Classic. And I bring a stick of margarine and I put it in the seat of the person that I think is the ugliest in the theater. And just kind of give myself that day for me. <laughs> That's great. And what I, you know, seeing TJ in his natural habitat, it's 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 really beautiful. He's he's always strange, different outfits. You know, were you wearing your bib? You know, I, I I do own a bib and I own a bonnet, uh, but I never wear them at the same time for fear that they would swallow my head. <laughs> yeah, because you wear a bonnet, hey, you look great. You can, you know, you look a little Amish. You could do it's a perfect for churning butter in the hot hot sun. Uh, you know, you were a bib. That's great. You you know, you can worry about spilling things. You can sort of hang out with toddlers and speak to them as peers. But if you were in a bib and a bonnet, it just looks like your head is going to get swallowed by two fabric jaws. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, just how I you feel. don't wear them at the same time. Never. But you are in favor of cologne. Yeah, just like don't wear a uh, sarong and an ascot at the same time. Yeah, it's it's hard. Some people can pull that off, but not many. Not many. No. Yeah, well, that's that. That's a good one. That's that's a good. Where were you? So you went to the went to just kind of chilled out. I gave myself a this is for me day. Yeah, I yeah. like that. That brings us to the essential question of human nature. Oh, boy, these are always so important. yeah. No, no, and and you know this time I want to want to say I've been making a lot of jokes on your podcast, but this time I really want to answer these as earnestly as I can. Please do, because I feel like you kind of come into the show and just kind of shit all over it and just make fun of it oh, no, I do. talk yeah, about absolutely. bonnets. Oh, yeah. God. Bonnets. And, you, you know, us. I t- ask you yeah. serious, like, whale-related questions that have a real meaning to me. And you shoveling. just mock them, act like someone would be inside up a... Into a yeah, furnace, yeah, act like someone yeah. would be inside a whale or something with a gun. Mm-hmm, like, come mm-hmm. on. Take this shit seriously. Take it, yeah. Okay? Come on. Give, let's Give a care. Give a care if you can. Okay? Uh, essential questions of human nature. Okay. Yeah. What are some things you'd never want to hear your therapist say? Have you ever seen a therapist? Yeah, I do. I see a therapist regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see your therapist, like, out on the town, would you, like, jump into a bag of Doritos just to just to avoid making eye contact with I them? Mean, in there my should heart, be a radius I, that you can't live with. I'm going to have to stop you okay. and just talk about the size of this bag of Doritos you're talking about. <laughs> 
Because you really, you, you've got, I totally understand the concept, but I don't think I would ever jump into a bag of Doritos. For well, at the reason. grocery store, if there's a huge bag of Doritos. Oh, you're you talking about not it. even a fun size. But like not a, a fun size. I still a think light. I could only get one foot and maybe part of my calf. A, in a pleasure pack. A pleasure pack of Doritos. Okay. I think that's those don't exist. That sounds like sort of an adult novelty spin <laughs> I was trying on the Dorito to, I thought if you went with me, people would listen to it, and they'd think it was legitimate. Um, a big grab. A pleasure pack. A big grab. A monster grab of burritos. A monster grab of Doritos. I, An I, extra I'd, large I'd happy, hand. I'd be happy to go up and talk to my therapist if I saw him in the street. But I think the worst because thing you can hear a therapist say when I'm you know sitting is... This ain't happening. That's one of them. Another one would be, uh, look, I don't know what to tell you. I hate listening to you. What do you think everyone who's not getting paid thinks? Okay, because I went to a therapist once. Um, I uh, yeah, I think we talked about this. I beat up yeah. a defenseless Mormon. And um, so I had to go to anger management. And... Uh, it, one time he said... Uh, he strangled the Mormon, right, with his bonnet. It, <laughs> took his bonnet and his bib and he, he strangled him down. I told that story. I, I, I beat up oh, a yeah. defenseless yeah. Mormon uh, in high school. Hope he's listening. But um, here's some things. Oh, by the way, I love here's no some things. I don't think just, I had the I hope best. He's listening and I hope he remembers that terrible moment in his life. I, I hope that. Uh, well, he asked my girlfriend to marry him. I think we've told the story, but yeah, you got While we were dating, that's not appropriate. Man, that deserves a yeah. real ass kicking. And so I, so I warned, I warned, uh, uh, I told her to warn him if he comes by our universe, our school. It was high school. Uh, I called it university at the time. Uh, sure, yeah. Just to make it seem more uh, It was the 70s regal. and you in London. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I said, if he comes by again, I'm going to have to... Uh, uh, the fisticuffs will ensue. That's what Ooh. I said. I said fisticuffs. I said a small brouhaha or melee, or as you like to not call a it, Brooke, a Donnybrook. Not a Donnybrook. No. A Donnybrook may break out. I just found out a Donnybrook can uh, end with you uh, knifing uh, someone. Yeah. Uh, a Donnybrook may break out. So, uh, and then he showed up, and um, so I had to um, uh, beat him up. Oh. And um, I didn't want to do it, but I had to. And then she, the fun, the greatest part was she was with him at the time. She kind of intervened uh, midway through the uh, the altercation and begged me to stop. She said, "Don't hit him again." And then I said, "Okay, I won't." And then she stepped aside. And I hit him one more time. Ah, oh, you're such a what a man of your word. And God, did it feel good? Did it feel good to hit him once more? It was worth every penny. How much did you pay? Uh, well, nothing happened uh, for about six months or maybe four months, and then uh, uh, they came uh, and took me off to jail. Wow, isn't that crazy? Just for one day. <clears throat> and he pressed, can you press charges? That I ended up having to apologize, and I had my roommate in college write the apology. And uh, uh, he signed it too. Is this going to get me in trouble? I think it's been so. years. There's yeah, a statute of limitations. Well, right? but not not if six months later they're coming and put you in jail. It was just because uh, I threatened. I said, if you ever come back to school, do it again. No blood was uh, spilled, by the way. Yeah, because you had uh, you had plastic underneath you as you were beating him, <laughs> and so you got all. It was that actually. Blood I don't even think he had a bruise. It was more of a slapping. It was a slap down. You slapped his face. Yeah, and then really she said, don't hit him again. And then you just came over and slapped him right in It was in really nose. a slapping more than anything else. It was like mm-hmm. watching a, a couple of uh, chickens fight, really. 
I think you're downplaying it. Yeah, I am now. Now that I'm worried about the legal <laughs> ramifications. Repercussions. In any event, um, so I had to see a therapist, and here's some of the things that he said that I wrote down at the time. This, these aren't things you want uh, your therapist to say. Um, get off my jock. <laughs> That's not a good therapist. No, certainly not. Um, what are you telling me for? I don't think that's a <laughs> What do you want me to do about it? Fuck face? <laughs> you didn't add that part. This, I added this, that part. This is just loud. to make you laugh. Your therapist is like a teenage guy. <laughs> it's like a, it's like uh, this was my favorite one. Are you talking to me? That was uh, another thing. <laughs> that actually thing. happened on your eighth, episode, your eighth uh, session. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the eighth session, he goes, hold on. Have you been talking to me? Um, now, I actually did run into that therapist. Um he was, uh, and this is weird. I ran into him outside of the therapy office, and he was getting stoned. Wow. And that, I sort of this weird less respect for him. I don't, you don't want to see your therapist getting stoned. I don't know. He why was working not. in an ice cream truck. Was that he was strange too? No, he no, wasn't. He wasn't. But I did. I did run into him. And he was getting stoned. I don't know why that's bad. I mean, you know, you you yeah, uh, you're happy weird. to see your pilot at the bar. Yeah, I just feel like he was sort of depressed. That's all. Who's making therapists feel better? Other therapists. You know, I, I feel like we should... You're a, a trained, highly trained actor. Highly skilled at your yeah, craft. Yeah, I'm actually trained as a therapist. I'm a bachelor <laughs> in psychology. That's true. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, that's because you didn't ask. <laughs> After, I don't know, how many episodes. <laughs> Here's the thing, T.J. Miller. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use your whole name now. Please do. I can't it's remember only the, three Because I can't remember the name you give yourself. Uh, the name that I call myself by? Yeah. Well, my friends call me Buttlesticks. Buttlesticks. Yeah. Right, right. I consider you a friend. I'm going to call you TJ Miller. But, um, you here's can call the thing. Me tur- You're a trained you actor. Call, you can call me I Turban think you should, Hogwash. <laughs> I think you should go ahead and, uh, you know, go in and be a guy that makes therapists feel better. Act like you have a problem and then act like they fixed it. That's what would make them feel better. Not seeing other therapists. I have to what go would make them there. feel better is to be good at their jobs. So I think you should go in, and when they say something like, what's your problem? You're like, ah, oh, I feel better. I'm going to have to go under an assumed name. Yeah. I think I'll go as Slipcover Applebee's. <laughs> um, I, I'm Slipcover Applebee's. I, uh, I'm a little depressed. <laughs> I suggest Ted McGillicuddy. Yeah. I like Ted, I mean, you love that. Ted McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy's is the type of alcohol that's really cheap. Yeah. Well, in any event, do you think there should be people out there making therapists feel better? Yeah, I think so. Paid actors? I, I, don't, I don't know that you pay an actor to go in, but I think therapists should be... You know what we should do? There should be a government program where every so often somebody goes for three weeks and then says, I'm cured! And then never never comes back. Because <laughs> I feel like so few therapists think, yeah. well, I really, you know, I fixed the problem. Yeah. Do you tip your therapist? Is that something that's appropriate? Sometimes. How does if that he, work? If my therapist... You currently have a therapist. You currently have I one. I currently have one. Whenever, if he says something really, really insightful, mm-hmm. really incisively, uh, you, you know, almost almost worldview changing for me, mm-hmm. at the end of the session, he'll kind of go, your time's up, and I'll come over, I'll go, hey, give me a little handshake. Give me a hearty hand clasp. And when he puts over, I'll slip him a $2 bill. A wet, always wet. A wet two dollar. I like giving a wet tip. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. give a valet guy a hundred bucks just but soaking wet. Mm-hmm. I like giving a sticky tip. You give a sticky, yeah, tip. sticky bills. 
Sticky You're bills. You're not sure what, like, put, That's what they used honey. to call you at put university. Some put some honey on the bills. Old sticky bills. Sticky bills. They'd call you that because you'd always, you'd, you'd always pick up the check, but your hands were completely covered in honey. <laughs> I think the next time you're in therapy and your therapist says something smart that's really helpful, you should look at him and go, shy, shy. I will. Or I like this. I like, uh, you know, occasionally he'll say something, he'll go, he'll go, well, maybe, you know, the problem lies in uh, how you're responding to hurtful comments or something like that. Mm. And then I'll go, oh, my God. It all that? makes well. Actually, <laughs> it doesn't. You know, I like to I like to pretend like I'm having a eureka moment, and then yeah, suddenly stop. And, uh, yeah, I think here's the thing about tipping that's uh, bothering me: the um, the tip chart, you know, lets you know like the percentage. I think they should just get it over with. You know, it's like twenty percent. You know, and then it says the number next to it of what the tip would be. I think it should say a comment. Twenty you percent. Know, uh, you know, great guy. Yeah, yeah, that fifteen percent, somewhat of a okay guy. Ten yeah. percent, fucking asshole. Five percent European. <laughs> yeah, you could add that. You know, one percent, one percent, animal, <laughs> a, a, a whale, or a, a, a sort of a dog. Minus two percent, thief. Yeah, thief. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a good one. Why do people every? I, I love it when someone goes, "Oh God, I twenty percent. I don't. I don't know math. I don't know math. Help me." Okay, here's one. Just take the decimal point, move it over one place. Okay, twenty dollars. Ten percent of that's two dollars. Then double that. Mm-hmm. Add two and two. I it's like so it. weird. People mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. 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 Essential like questions of human nature. Moving on to what hurts. It hurts when people say this is the weakest category in the show. That's what hurts today, Cash. Uh, <laughs> moving along. Moving along, then, to Tiny Opinions. I like this new kind of way. Really yeah, where I sing it. Tiny Opinions. We should have backup singers just for each segment. We'll do that. Tonight. If you have me back on the show, I'll, I'll hire a group Love to have a back, young, some backup you know, singers. Acapella singers. Maybe the Pips. The pips. Yeah, because we know you like Gladys. Yeah! Oh, sorry. Sorry. Don't. You should talk to your therapist about that. Um, you know, I brought it up, uh, but his name is Radish. <laughs> and so sometimes it's, it's confusing. It's like just close enough to scare me. We're talking about uh, <laughs> therapists. So, tiny opinions. <laughs> Matt, the producer, has just had enough of it. He, first of all, when I said the Radish thing, he was like, I don't even know what that means. And then when I explained it just enough to make it make sense how little it made sense, he just held his face in his hands. <laughs> He's crying right now. Uh, that tear is coming You know what down. I would say if I was your therapist, Matt? Get off my jock. Get up off this jock. Get up jock. off this jock. I would love that. Tiny opinions. <laughs> um, life coaches are dumb. Like It doesn't make any sense. Well, we used to have life coaches. We called them uh, parents. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe... Ooh, like, that would have killed on Maury Povich. <laughs> I get to see you getting up in the audience one of those daytime shows. Uh, you know what? I think life coaches are dumb. And we used to have life coaches growing up. You know what they're called? You know what they're called? Parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but I just want to finish this thought. Sure. I mean, you don't think life coaches make any sense. I love them, man. I have a bunch of them. 
I keep them in the garage. I come in every so often. They go, you're doing okay. Let us out, please. I learned everything I needed to know uh, from my brother. Yeah, he taught me. Well, most of the advice he gave me was wrong, I have to admit, now that I think about it. He told me that he described masturbation to me. Oh, boy. He just said, he just said, look at the Farrah Fawcett poster for 10 minutes. That's what he told me. That's it. And I came out 10 minutes later. I'm like, dude, nothing happened. <laughs> I like the idea that it was like a magic That's eye. It. That's He's it. like, just stare hard enough at it and you'll get an erection and come to climax. Yeah. And then he said, you're sailing too close to the wind. <laughs> too close to the wind. <laughs> Uh, so Farrah Fawcett, yeah. she was, would Farrah you say Fawcett that was, was a big his, crush for you? No, for him, you know. He was way older than me, you know. Was he in the room <laughs> while you were staring at no, him? No, he wasn't. Okay. Don't worry about that. I didn't even take my clothes off. I just I just sat and stared at the poster. Well, I've said this before, but I had a friend, uh, this really, really funny guy, Justin Green, and he, uh, uh, he told me one time that uh, if you cut a hole in a tomato... Mm-hmm. And he made love to it. It felt exactly like a woman because he said he had been with a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it, but he did not tell me to uh, use a room temperature one. So I had taken a tomato out of the refrigerator, and it was very cold. And there's seeds, and you know, it's it was generally a mess. I think you've mess. told this story on this podcast, but you told it differently. I think Am I know. right? Is that possible? I like to, I, did I tell the one where the the tomato and I ended up together? Because that's. I'll tell that one every so often. That's just, you know what I call that? Wishful thinking. We had life coaches back in my day. You know what I called them? Tomatoes. I used to fuck them cold. I don't, I don't remember your, uh, your description of what happened, but I think this time it was different. And that's the thing. I don't know if I can trust you, T.J. Miller. I'm trying to... You're on the couch with Johnny Carson. I mean... I don't know what to say about that. Are you, you think people came on Johnny Carson and told such such hogwash? I think people came on Johnny Carson and were like, I mean, if Johnny Carson say, do, do you know how you're acting? I mean, right now you you are in a small room somewhere in the Ventura Valley of California with Cash Levy right now. That's basically what you're doing. And you're going to be spitting this hogwash? Drink that. Uh, tiny opinions. Do you have any opinions, T.J. Miller? You know, I just, I, I got to say, if you're going to be jogging around, uh, uh, yeah, a couple of tiny opinions. Okay. One, if you're going to be wearing these open-toe sandals that are gladiator style, then you have to be okay with me charging and attacking you like a gladiator would if he saw someone in capri pants with those sandals. <laughs> That's the first one. Second one, if you're running and you've got one of those radios that goes around your bicep. Mm, yeah. Okay. What's to stop me from putting another one on your other arm and stringing you up from the Brooklyn Bridge? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what? What is that? Why? Why are they need them on their arm? They've got their hands. I mean, this—it's a whole thing where it's like, oh God, you know, I can't jog when my phone is in my right pocket. It's just hitting my thighs. But I got to have it on my arm. Got to have it on my arm. It's like it's you know, racist. That's it, what it, it is. It is. And you ever seen these people? Uh, these swimmers. You seen these people swimming for exercise? These, these actual people that swim. You seen these swimmers? Like they get in the water. The mermaids. Yeah. I wish a whale upon them. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I wish them to be. I wish them to death. It's whale related. What about the swimmers? 
What? What about the swimmers? Well, I'm just asking if you saw them. I've seen them a couple times. Well, me too. They're usually all wet. And you know what? They tip with wet bills. Yeah, that's right. I prefer sticky bills. That's good. That's good. You know, speaking of bills. speaking of swimmers, I have a tiny opinion. I think it's rude to say someone's gained weight. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Or lost weight. That's that's also rude, I think, to, to comment on someone's weight. It's very hurtful. We were talking about therapists and life coaches. Here's something that, uh, you know, might help them. I think you should say people are waxing or waning. Waxing or weaning yes, or waning? waning. Waxing or waning? You just said weaning. Yeah. No, I, I said waning, for God's sake. But they're weaning off. Get off my jock. Food. <laughs> I said waning. Waxing or waning. You know, you see Sally over there? This is Sally. Looks like you're in full moon mode. You know? That isn't... Yes. That's, that's neither saying waxing nor waning. No, I kind of changed it a little bit. You but did. it's a you moon analogy. Like a, it is. We're sticking to the moon analogy. It is. I see that you're uh, waxing. You're almost at full moon there it capacity. Is. How about that? Uh, and then you see a real, you see someone full who's anorexic, anorexic. You say, look at this crescent over here. Look, look at that crescent, crescent moon. moon. Look at that little <laughs> baby crescent. Baby crescent roll. <laughs> Uh, it's like, and then, and then, if a skinny person walks in front of the uh, sun, you know, you say, "Look at that partial eclipse." <laughs> right? I, but if I, someone's really big, you could say that's a full eclipse right there. Yep. Yep. And if someone, just, and, it, and if someone is, you know, getting pretty fat and turns you into a werewolf, you can say, "Oh, that's a full moon right there." <laughs> I have been bitten by the animal within. <laughs> Get away from me! Get a, stay away from me! Uh, yeah, I, here's a tiny opinion I have. Have you have water in your ear from swimming? Yeah. And you're kind of leaning your head to the side and hitting the other side of your head? You know yeah. how they do that? Yeah, I see people do I'd that. Say you get about five good head hits before you need to excuse yourself from the conversation. Because <laughs> I don't like these people that keep talking to me. They can be a bit yeah. distracting. Hey, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, so I, I was swimming. Sorry, I got to say. So, so Sally, yeah, no, she's waxing. I mean, she looks like a, <laughs> she looks like a pontoon boat that's turtled. Look at that. Oh, no, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if those sound effects played, but I've been hitting my head for the uh, last good. 20 he seconds. He was hitting his head for 20 seconds. He was really committed. He's actually bleeding from his left cranial. I am. For my left cranial. <laughs> Cash Levy, MD. That's the name of your TLC show. It's just about you trying to be a doctor, but not uh, much <laughs> Bad well, therapists. How about this one? You're have, you considered, have you considered shutting up? That'd be a bad thing. For That'd be a better. Uh, or a talk show host. <laughs> All right. Go on, go on. No, you were on a roll. Uh, I was just going to do a riff about how you were a doctor. No, I was just. I don't want to put you on the spot, but you were going to say you're you're a doctor. You were going to say you're a doctor, and then you know, say, "Look, you better cut out fried foods because you're really waxing." (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I like it. Don't you? Don't you think this is a good way to say it, though? Looks like you're waxing or waning. I mean, I think it's pretty confusing. Okay, so you're not on board. I'd say yeah, I'm off. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, I rarely say that to people who come on the show. Okay? I wish I wish Yogi Berra was sitting in that seat. Okay? He'd be saying profound things that don't make any sense. Yeah. You're saying, like, really logical things. The whole show. Yogi- you're the opposite of Yogi Berra. You know? You know what Yogi Berra said? He said, it gets late real early around here. Yeah. Yeah? You're saying, you're hitting your head. Over and over again to get the fictional water out of it. But I like it. Thanks. All right, Barry Balls.
Let's move along to practical living in a modern Old age. Juniper berry balls. <laughs> practical living in a modern age. If you're going to say never again, that's my my wife's favorite quote. Like, uh, which, you know, that's her, you know, we all have the, like, when you snap moment, she'll say never again, like at a restaurant or if something goes horribly wrong. She said at this costume shop, I had to like have a costume for some kind of party or something and they screwed up my costume. She's like, never again. It's great. It's so, she really, and you know her, she's such a like nice person. Oh, yeah. It's funny to see her snap. Well, apparently she did it at the corner store the other day. That's not a good place to do it. The milk was bad, and they wouldn't let her return it. You know, it had expired two days. Basically, it had already expired when she bought it, and they still wouldn't let her return it. So she goes, never again. And then about two days later, she's like, fuck, this is the only store that's open. I gotta go back there. And she, like, wanted to work. She's, like, started to, like, try to figure out, like, a disguise. I'm like, they're going to know it's you. Then she tried to get me to go. You got to commit. Never again means never again. Yeah. You can't shit where you eat unless you eat out of a toilet. <laughs> That's Yogi Berra. Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, so glad yeah. you're here. <laughs> that was He's one of here. his famous ones. I'm here. It's me, Yogi Berra. <laughs> it was me the whole time. Uh, that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, so that's one good one. How about, here's another one. Practical living in the modern age. If you can have a surprise party for people... Yell surprise, or else they just think all their friends got together without them knowing it and went to a pizza party behind their back, yeah. which is what happened to me. I showed up at my surprise really? party. I honestly did not get My friend goes, were you surprised? Like 10 minutes after I got there? I'm like, yeah, I'm surprised all my friends were eating pizza, playing video games on my birthday. <laughs> no one even yelled surprise. You have to jump out of something and surprise the shit out of that person. Well, I don't understand why there aren't more strippers coming out of cakes at birthday parties. Uh, you mean you feel like there's a that's not happening? Well, nobody as much does as it that used anymore. To? Yeah, that used to be a big thing. There's there's a whole industry behind that. Mm-hmm. There were the people that made the giant cakes. There were the Is that- the strippers that you know were fit into the cakes. Mm. You got to be a certain size. You got to have sort of a layered body type. You're more of a you're more of a waning than a waxing, right? You got to be to fit in one of those cakes. You're a waning person. But I've always wanted to do that, you know. And I, I thought it would be really funny to. Um, this is a prank I always want to play. Hire you know a friend of yours, guy friend, to jump out of the cake at someone's surprise party. But then when you get him in there. It's actually a surprise on him, and you build a second larger cake over that cake, and mm-hmm. then you kind of give him the signal. You go, "All right, come on!" Out. And he goes, "Surprise!" And he's in a he's larger inside cake. Another oh god, cake. scare the living daylights out of him. Here's what I did to my friend. Let's hear it. Uh, what I did is I put the cake inside the belly of a whale. <laughs> he actually <laughs> he jumped said, "Come out. on down here." He jumped out. He was inside the belly of a whale, and uh, right as he came out, someone shot him. Just right in the smack <laughs> in the face. <laughs> That is complicated uh, and was expensive, I assume. It was yeah. expensive, and uh, yeah, that man did some time. Let's move along to the maskers. Now, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, you want to keep talking about this? No. I, You're the guest. The guest is always right on my show. I mean, it feels like that today. And let me say this, more most importantly. 
I've been getting mad about the massacre section, and I've been getting upset because people keep saying, well, what is, does it have anything to do with masks? Why isn't it called the asthmers? All that sort of stuff. And I'm done with it. I'm not going to get mad anymore. I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not even going to mention it. Did so, you talk to your therapist about this? I did. I spoke with him. and he, You he, smoked with him? I smoked, I smoked some weed with him outside. <laughs> and, In an ice cream truck? Yeah, and he said... And he said, get off my jock. Yeah, he said, get that. up off this jock. <laughs> So it does. It seems like you're calm about this. I mean, there's been a couple Try times. Calm you've, this is what your third, fourth. This is, you've been on the show a few times. Oh, yeah, I've been on the show a couple times. Yeah. And it seems like other times you get upset about the maskers and how people are. I'm really going to try and let it go. You know, because you got to let it go because people are fucking idiots. All right, they're mm. stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. That's what they'll my... come up to you and they'll say, "Hey, why is it called maskers?" And then you got to just shove. You know, while their mouth is open, put as much of your hand in their mouth as you can. <laughs> And say, this should be your foot, but for now it's my hand. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you've, you know, I'm glad. You, it seems like your therapist has done some good work. Fuck this place! <laughs> some good channeling. Stop hitting your head. There's no water in there. <laughs> <laughs> maskers. Uh, the maskers. We get so many great maskers questions, and an apology to the people we can't get to each week, because we really we appreciate, appreciate it. We appreciate We love the fans. We love that. Yeah. And, and by the way, if, you, if, you, you know, if you're a fan of the show... Uh, and you know you want to you know contribute, kind of let people know about the show. Uh, let us yeah, know. please help us spread the word. And spread the word. You know, we'd Ca- love to have a few listeners. Cash has uh, there's like the Facebook page, Cashing In with TJ Miller. Follow uh, Cashing In with TJ on Twitter, and you can follow Cash Levy uh, and not TJ Miller on Twitter. Now I'm going to give a shout out to some some, and, and I don't want to and I don't want to like forget uh, people. I know there's people not on this list, but I was going to give a quick shout out. I'm just going to say these names really quick. Is that cool? Because these people have been so supportive. Nick Jones, uh, Sam Levine, Jacob yeah, Lee, Sam. Custom Fit. There's someone named Custom Fit. I mean, that's like amazing. That. I think it's Sam Levine. There's someone named Taste It. Taste It. Or Custom Fit. There's someone named Dishai Shai. Is there really? No, there's not. There's someone named Chicken Facial, which is weird. I would believe that. Skipper Oaks, uh, Liz Michetti, Mich- Micheletti. Liz, uh, we're so sorry about your last name. It's hard to say, but we love you. Dogie Salogi, love that. Oh, it's one of my favorites. One of my favorite names. Sarah Weaver, I've read her tweet. She likes to drink. She seems nice. Right. Of course, Jonas. Uh, Jonas Polsky, Nathaniel Choa, Jesse Woods. I'm almost done. Corey Cronengold. Uh, a lot of great ones. Lori Pigeon, Pia Strada. These are great people. Lori Pigeon's a sweetheart. Johnny Olenek. What was the Somebody Chronicle? Um, which one? Somebody Chronicle? Corey Cronengold. He's actually a friend of mine. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He's a good guy. Good guy. So you could have told him directly. Probably should have. Yeah. yeah probably burned through this part. Let's get to the maskers. <laughs> Let's get to the maskers. Uh, this this one was sent to us by uh, uh, at Robox Raptor. Weird one. Robox Raptor. Uh, What's the difference between swamp ass and monkey butt? <laughs> About two days. Oh. <laughs> okay, next mask. We- <laughs> Next masker. We, we didn't even plan that, did next we? Next masker. If you were in a horror movie, what song? Who asked this? Huh? Who asked? Oh, I'm this? sorry. This is Elizabeth uh, Micheletti. Who asked this? And she, I don't have a, a face, uh, um, a Twitter on her. She actually sent this through our Facebook page, Ooh. like our Facebook page. Um, she said, if you were in a horror movie, what song and or sounds would play before you got killed? 
this one. It's the sound of a valet trying to rub his palm against his fingers for a tip. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I feel good about that. it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the foreboding of things to come. What would yours be? Um, before I got killed? Hmm. I think it would be. Sort of a gale of wind. And then someone would go. Don't sail too close to the wind. All right, someone put I like that. that. What about what about this? I I would love it if right before I died in a horror film, this was the sound that played. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh no! <laughs> uh, and you're you're a bad villain too. So if you yeah. kill someone, you'd have a whole different sound. Oh uh, yeah. What would that be? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Same movie. Same oh movie. no. <laughs> it's a very conflicted. It's villain. the exact same movie. Yeah. yeah. This is a good one. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, I'm trying to. Oh, this is uh, Luke Craft at Luke Craft. Uh, how do I hit on the hot chick that lives across the street? A. Walk up to her door. Uh, B. Leave a note at door. C. Ask the maskers. I go with C. Um, yeah, but <laughs> so there you go. Congrats, buddy. He's asking us for advice. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that he asked is should he ask for advice, and I'm saying yes. Okay, my advice would be well, get, let's get off our job. <laughs> let's, let's wait for him to ask us. No, I think you go and leave a door at her note. You leave a door. Switch it up on her. Yeah, find mm, a note that she's left. Find a note that she wrote. Leave a full wooden, preferably mahogany door. <laughs> That's a weird one. I snorted. I uh, why why are we not why haven't we moved on from the tried but true classics? Uh, what I would do is I'd start I'd build a construction site right next to her yeah. house, <laughs> and uh, when she walked by, I would whistle at her. Uh, Kanye West today I talked about this on Chelsea. Kanye West uh, he's he, he's quoted as saying because he's dating Kim Kardashian, uh, she would look beautiful pregnant. And I just think that's the creepiest thing a guy can say to a girl, mm, especially yeah. a construction worker. Just a girl walking mm-hmm. down the street like, hey, hey, you would look beautiful pregnant. <laughs> you would have a healthy glow about you. <laughs> there would be a brightness and a little skip in your step. So you, all construction workers talk that way. Yeah. <laughs> They're all straining to kind of yell. You know, Jesus worked construction. Did he? Yeah, he was a carpenter. I don't think he worked much construction, though, did he? I don't think he was whistling in girls. Nah, Not man. when he could turn water into wine. Mm-mm. Get him drunk. Ugh. Or just be drunk all the time. Yeah. I, that's the most impressive thing to me. Is that, that he wasn't Jesus an alcoholic. got anything done. Yeah. If he could turn water into wine. Yeah. I mean, we know that you know Jesus may or may not have died for our sins, but a lot of people don't realize he only agreed to do it because he really hated carpentry. He did. He wanted that's to get out. a shit out. job. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to get that's out. That's a difficult one. So you would uh, just leave a door at the note. I love your answer. I like that. Let's do one more. This is at Get Carter. Okay. And there's some like 
slashes on the bottom. I don't know what those are called. Those are underscores. Underscore. So it's at underscore get underscore Carter. Nice. Uh, and this is a question a lot of people ask, and I'm glad it's finally just, you know, get it out in the open. Thank you, get underscore underscore Carter. Beer on my dick. Problem or solution? I notice I gave him a southern accent. Yeah, hold on a second real quick. So, did you just say that again? Beer on my dick. Beer? Beer. Problem or solution? Uh, it is a problem if uh, you're trying to drink said beer, because you don't want to be drinking off your own... Whoops. How did you do it? Uh, or it's a solution if your problem was, why is my dick not wet with beer? <laughs> Well, the the you know the good thing about having a wet dick is uh, it's a good place to get your bills wet before you hand them off and tip. Yeah, that's one thing. I I don't know if it's a problem or not. It depends. If your girlfriend likes beer, yeah, that might make it go. good. Sure. I prefer to put a little uh, whiskey on there. Uh, that way, there's just kind of a built-in excuse. That way, if when, things go awry, that, you know what I mean. That way, when you meet a lady who's had whiskey pussy herself, <laughs> and you put your whiskey dick uh, there with it, uh, they give you a little bit of uh, whisk sex. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, in know, the immortal words of Ted McGillicuddy, <laughs> have a little whisk sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, this has been a pretty dirty episode, but there's there's nothing. It's, there's nothing wrong with whiskey dick. There's certainly nothing wrong with whiskey pussy. But you have trouble sustaining an erection and trying to explain it away using beer dick? Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Get underscore Carter underscore underscore. Well, I think that'll do it for this one. Well, thank you so much for having me. CJ Beller, come on back sometime. Seems like people like the episodes you're on. And I'm sorry if I talk so much, but I, I just, I get so excited when I'm here. Well, you can it's, f- it wasn't so much you're talking or not talking. It, it just made me uncomfortable that you were naked and covered in honey. Well, I got my sticky bills. <laughs> I got sticky bills to pay. Uh, Join uh, us next week. We'll have a really fabulous guest, I'm sure. I hope so. I can't wait to listen in. Uh, at not TJ Miller or at, TJ Miller does not have a website dot com. At Cash Levy, friend of TJ Miller. Like us on Facebook, like cashing in with TJ Miller on Facebook. And just generally, you know, if you like the show, tell somebody. If you tell don't, someone, for God's sake. shut the front of your face. <laughs> And open up the back of your head. You know what? If you don't like the show, get off my jock. Get off my jock. Were you talking to me this whole time? Now leaving Nerdist.com. 